0: Juices,
1: meet the juices. Uh, Carson and James, uh, how's it going?
2: you first James.
0: i'm all right yeah um what well, we're two weeks into 2024 yep um yeah just easing myself into the new year i think um okay it's been yeah been nice and quiet i'm i'm doing uh dry january i don't know if that's a big thing in the u.s matt um, does
1: it all the time matt does so it all the time. yeah just
0: having a little bit of time away from from pints and the pub um which uh it's been all right yeah can't complain too much cool. but uh but yeah other than that not heaps to report i'll be honest how are
2: you two uh carson uh i'm good i'm very bald as of last night it's james mm-hmm. spence. um yes it's james spence yes. uh, we're recording yeah, just, just james, spence. Hi, james, dumbass over here <laughs> um uh, i'm very bald uh we're we're driving up to new york right now so that we can go fly to start this tour with tesseract uh that james got for us uh that james secured for us absolute absolute mental legend james spence um and uh yeah no i'm i'm really looking forward to it uh every month is dry january for me so you know maybe try and step it up a little bit james but uh you know <laughs> uh yeah i got too many teeth in my fucking face um i gotta get wisdom teeth taken out at some point this year uh not looking forward to paying for that uh because it's expensive but uh yeah uh i have i have one that's really fucking bothering me and it's uh drive me crazy but uh it's it's all good i'm i'm real i'm real happy i'm excited to be back on the road and uh most importantly i'm I'm excited for the juicies twenty
1: twenty four yeah yeah the 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 second of many the second of many um for, first year was a pretty uh, uh pretty great success i would say and uh uh hopping off of something that you said carson it's dry January every month for you as it is for me we only make healthy choices like chemical Energy drinks, right? What do you That's got? That's
2: right, baby. Right. Uh, we- I got the frozen bomb sickle C4, which I'm pretty sure is illegal in the UK. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh,
0: we huh? have we we have C4 here now. Yeah. Oh
2: no, shit.
0: We do. Oh, thank yeah. God. I mean, now it's been proven that energy drinks are going to make us all live forever. They're That's um, right. just kind of, you know. Slightly more ubiquitous, and we're kind of getting in the the more interesting international flavors. Um,
1: (laughs) Has hell made its way to the UK? I know that, like, once in a while you uh, stumble upon it. I I think you may have sent me, like, uh, just a weird deli or corner store had one once, right?
0: It's only in very specific locations, sort of like, um, you know, international food marts. It's not necessarily something you would find in a Tesco or a Sainsbury's but you know there'll be a abstract little off license that might stock it but um you can find it if you look hard enough
1: yeah that's that's sick and uh carson you're going to be back in uh you're going to be back in uh, budapest place. hungary yes you, so 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 you'll be in hell country that's awesome
2: i i will Very be jealous. i will be in my favorite city in the world budapest same same uh, and i will i will drink uh, a couple hells in your honor.
1: It's it's I don't know what it is. There's just something in the air there or maybe in the sauna or maybe in the hell itself. But it's a uh, it's beautiful. I, I legitimately love Budapest. Um, what a wonderful
2: place that we should all go to together to record the 2025 juicies.
1: I wonder if this could work out at some point. I feel like I, I feel <laughs> like this could work out at some point. Maybe a converging tours situation. This might th- sure who knows who knows what will happen. Um, okay, let's jump into it because the way that I want to do this is as opposed to last year, I feel like last year we were a little more methodical. We took our time a little bit. I took out some of the more, I took out a couple categories, I think that just didn't land as much. And then what I want to do is I want to kind of roll through these and then I have some kind of like questions about the state of music and the state of everyone's brains. You know what I mean? Some that are a little more, um a little quicker to answer in the some that are, I feel like a, a little more thought provoking. Um, so last time,
2: sorry, sorry to interrupt. Uh, sorry to interrupt, Michael. Um, last time we did this, James was like deliriously tired. Mm. Uh, and I, I, it's just, it's just good to see James light in James's face this time, this time around, <laughs> you know, I,
1: yeah, I,
0: I, That's I two weeks in we... now. Alcohol, Carson. Look, imagine <laughs> if I didn't drink all the time. Have energy in life, way, way, way beyond what I have to offer. Eleven months of
1: the year. <laughs> this is this is great. This is great. Um. Okay. This is awesome. Here's what I want to do. I want to start with. I, th- I think I want to start with song of the year. Um. And we're gonna break it up into categories. It's gonna be. Uh, five nom uh, five noms for each category except for record and song of the year, which would be ten noms. Kind of like kind of the way that the Oscars does it. I I legitimately don't know what the gra- the Grammys are like perplexing to me. Just the categories, the different, how similar so many of them are. The it, they just the choices that they make for who they nominate and who wins uh, it is perplexing. It just doesn't make sense. There's no room for like interest. I mean, it's it's perplexing is what I'll say. Um, so I definitely like mirror this a little bit more after the Oscars. Um, but yeah, it's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight categories. If you count the, what you're looking forward to in this year, um, kind of, kind of more like seven and then some, some specialty stuff. So let's do it. Let's jump. I I, I think the one note that I want to make is last year, I think I, I expected us to, to have a, a little bit of crossover. I think this year. I think the only crossover I really expect is Caroline Polachek, which I assume is on both of your lists. Don't mind. It is, is, yes. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Great. I'm curious to see how everything else shakes out and how different or similar some of the lists are. Okay, let's do it. Song of the Year. Who wants to start?
0: Uh, I don't mind starting yeah I'll I'll read through my list um I will say for every category we've done I've alphabetized everything so just the way that it's going to come out is alphabetical okay. okay um
2: that is my guy right there
0: yeah mm. that's Ooh, you yes um so uh, my first choice and it's going to be artist song title as well just in case anyone listening needs that context the way it should be yeah perfect uh so first choice is uh an electronic artist barry can't swim uh with a track called deadbeat gospel uh he released a really great record this year i think it's his debut well last year i should say now it's 2024 uh, and that's my favorite song from it it's just very very upbeat uh with this really kind of cool chopped up uh like just iphone recording of this irish uh poet uh, reading a poem, and it's um, it's quite fun. It's just yeah, really, really good, like energetic electronic track. Uh, the second pick is Better Lovers with Sacrificial Participant. Um, I got to see them play last year in Brighton. Carson, I know you got to play some shows with them. I think the EP is good fun, and uh, this is my favorite track from it. I think the chorus of this song is absolutely huge. It's kind of like. Yeah, truly the sum of all of its parts in, in a really positive way. Uh, I've gone with Bombay Bicycle Club, uh, who are a British indie band, uh, with a song they did called Tekken 2, featuring Shaka Khan. Uh, it's the sort of the most unusual track feature of, of last year. It kind of came out of absolutely nowhere. Uh, and again, it's just like they're they're such good songwriters and her vocals on it really, really... Uh, a lot of fun and it was just yeah just just some good fun uh with that one mm-hmm. um i picked to bring me the horizon song as well Looking for amen feet lil uzi and daryl palumbo i mean the main riff is basically just a glass jaw riff the kind of thing it opens with but the chorus is just wild um i'm gonna go and see them play next weekend and i'm really really excited about it i've read amazing things about the production um i'm looking forward yeah. to hearing the song live a lot
2: okay um go on oh i was gonna say i can't believe that jordan fish is not in the band
0: Mm, i don't know what's happened there but
2: yeah i don't know um, what's happened there either it was just very surprising because i know he's uh he's a big part of that band
0: yeah uh, that was my understanding of it but yeah yeah we'll see um we'll see My next pick is a band from Nottingham, which is a city I used to live in. Uh, They're called Do Nothing. um, And this track is called Moving Target. Uh, I was aware of the band, but like had never really checked them out. And I was visiting Nottingham just before Christmas and someone put this record on and this song was just like a complete earworm. It was kind of one of those moments where the music was just a background thing. And then all of a sudden I tuned into what was playing Maybe tuned out of the conversation I was having, and I immediately had to stop the person talking and be like, "What are we listening to? Love this to do is awesome!" That.
1: Love when that happens. Um,
0: and I've listened to the, the record that it's from, Snake Sideways, so much since it's really kind of interestingly arranged, quite ponderous indie stuff. The, the vocalist has got a really kind of distinct um, sound, and I, I really like the way that they arrange their songs. It's, it's very, very it's just interesting and, and, and different um, and kind of like stands alone in terms of my favorite from last year. Hmm. Um, I've gone for a band, maybe familiar to you, Mike, Johnny Booth with Collapse in the Key of Fireworks. Um, oh, wow. This <laughs> song is, yeah, just an absolute heater. When it came out, I was, yeah, absolutely blown away. I'd, I knew the band name just because it had been mentioned to me before, but I'd never really got around to listening to them. And uh, yeah, this song is very, very good.
1: Um... The, the trajectory of the their life as a band is so interesting and uh just to see them like uh just plug like like really uh pay careful attention to like the uh internet side of things before that became so apparent that you needed to do that was just very smart and like I just feel like uh as as it is the case with a lot of bands, just smarter songwriting as they got older and, and now it's like hit this point. Um they're they're a great band and and i will say great band great band but they're not very good at at dice i i seem to (laughs) i seem to think that uh i i can't remember a single time that any of them has ever won money from me playing dice but go on go on uh my next pick
0: is um a band from the uk that just put out their debut album uh the band is killing me softly and the track is Beneath a Claret Stained Sky. It's very sort of like early 2000s metalcore in terms of its aesthetic, the song titles, and every, and its sound particularly. Um, I know that Eric from Loathe was involved in producing the record, um, and I got to see them play this really small, like autonomous DIY spot in Brighton to about 50 people. And it was like one of the best things I saw all year. They were so good um and yeah the the record the songwriting everything um it really kind of feels in the uk at least that there's a very sort of early 2000s metalcore revival thing going on in mm-hmm. it all feels like loads of music that i really liked when i was a lot younger mm-hmm. um but it's all sort of it's n- both nostalgic and kind of fresh at the same time um and i think that's quite exciting so mm-hmm. yeah that, that is a definite recommendation from me um I've gone with another band called Mandy Indiana uh who are from the UK um and their song Drag Crashed it's sort of post punky kind of techno influenced really kind of industrial sounding stuff um I kind of got into this a little bit later on into the year I'd missed the opportunity to see them live and I'm kicking myself for it cuz I think it would be really killer uh that's my pick from their their records um my ninth pick, uh, military gun, do it faster. Just very, very fun. I've got some fabulous memories of seeing them live on a few occasions last year. And um, I think this song is just the absolute sort of epitome of what what they do best. Hmm. And then my final pick, it's already been mentioned, Caroline Polachek, Smoke. I honestly think this is maybe the best song of any music written in the last 10 years. I think it's flawless um I think about it all the time I listen to it frequently and yeah it's it's all it's won the category for me I'm, I'm not you don't even have to ask me to vote again like and it's quite funny that I've read it you know alphabetically that's I've gone with yeah. as the last thing but it just I, there's nothing I would change about it
1: yeah at all. I I remember you, uh, when I really started diving deeper into it, uh, telling me that it was the best, that you think it's the best piece of music written in the last 10 years that you've heard. And I think your point stands of like, you just keep going back to it. I think the best measuring stick for music lately for me is I hear something and I go, I want to, I, I I, think of a way to manipulate that and make it my own with my own writing. And I think there's like every single song on this Caroline Polachek record has like, Two or three moments in each song where you go, I want to steal that because of this reason or that reason or the other. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Carson, you're let's go. What we're gonna do is snake order. So you're up, and we're going alphabetical. Uh, like it, it makes sense in my head. Spence, Pace, Monaco. So that's alphabetical, but the other way. And then we're gonna go as snake. So it's gonna be like then then to me, and then I yeah. do the category. Yep. Yeah. So makes it's all tidy. And I nice. got it. All right. I love yeah, it.
2: I love let's it. Let's go. Um so uh for my uh for my number 10 pick um I I have uh very high by military gun. Um we got to play two really good shows with them this year or this past year I should say. Um really really great people, uh really fun band. Uh Ian their singer actually sent me this song like uh 2 weeks before it came out with the video. And I was like, that is a, that is a hit right there. That is crazy. Um, Just the hook on it is, uh, is so good. And I think the whole album is uh, a very nice uh, vibe to put on. Um, I'm excited for summer to come around again because um, it's like a perfect summer record. uh, The, the military gun record is, Um, and I think it's going to stay in my summer rotation for a long time um i like
1: measuring records and songs by seasons i like that a lot i love that
2: yeah um i'm doing that as well and that's very much how i listen to music like i don't think i could like throw on i I don't know if i could throw it on now i love it very much but i don't know if i can throw it on now being that it's like 20 degrees outside yep Um, it's tough
1: tough for me to listen to opeth in the summer
2: i totally get it of course of course Um, at my number nine, I have Kintsugi kid, 10 years by fallout boy. Um, this is, uh, the, the fallout boy return to rock album. Um, and, uh, it's, it's a rock. It's got some cuts on it that I don't love, but it's got some cuts on it that I really like, like this one, um, which is about like very much, uh, the band's. um, uh, Worrying about toiling in obscurity and uh, worrying that they've tarnished their legacy um, with these records that they really liked that weren't really for uh, the fans. Um, and uh, they write about that a lot nowadays because they're getting older. Um, mm. And they, I think they're very worried about preserving their legacy. Um, but uh, this song in particular, I think, is the best version of that. Um, it's such a great, uh, all the conventions of modern fallout boy that i maybe wouldn't like on another song are here and uh for some reason i really like them i, I cannot hate this song it's like nearly impossible for me to hate it um cool uh at my number eight i i have a uh, aau tournaments uh blockhead uh, featuring billy woods um This is, uh, Blockhead uh, has made beats for like Aesop Rock and uh, uh, Brother Ali and uh, Billy Woods and a bunch of other people. And he did like an album where basically all of his frequent collaborators are on it. Um, And this song with Billy Woods is like super dark and uh, just like such a good vibe. and billy woods at, at one point in the song says for every for every uh for every jack harlow there's a failed white boy who now works in crypto uh which makes me laugh every time mm-hmm. um i really love that one mm-hmm. um and the whole album's really good i i have it i have another pick from it on here um okay. at some point um uh in in a different category Um, at my numbers seven and six spots i have the band cauldron uh with uh their songs futile and lonely useless orbit um cauldron is like uh very similar to killing me softly uh that was on james's list uh Mm -hmm. sort of a 2000s metalcore throwback band um but uh i think they do a little bit more than that i think they have a lot of the like modern breakdown sensibilities and um most importantly they know when to end a song which is a lot of my good. problem with 2000s metalcore is like bands just don't know when to like fucking end the song
1: <laughs> um I, I like i like what you've done it's already unprecedented i know it's we're only two two juicies in but it's unprecedented to have two artists back to back for song of the year, I, I think that's pretty unbelievable. I just just wanted to point that out before it gets lost.
2: Um, they're really good it. songs, man. They're uh, they're really crazy songs. I really really love this band, and in fact, uh, I like begged James to put them on some uh, some UK shows that uh, we haven't announced yet. So maybe we have to cut that part out. I'm sorry, James. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. How,
1: we'll see how I'm feeling in terms of editing if it's really an issue.
2: Um, <laughs> Go on. Um, go on. <laughs> they're just uh they're really awesome. They're they're a really awesome band and these two songs in particular, like just scratch a certain itch uh with heavy music that I don't really have these days. Um, like I I just I don't really get heavy music this good um, from other bands. Um and I, I just think they're such an awesome band with a, a really bright future ahead of them. Um and this record that they released is uh, is pretty amazing. Um, and, like, all of the cheesiness of 2000's Metalcore is there. Um, but, again, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Hmm. Um, in my number five spot, I have Tantor by Danny Brown. Uh, hmm. Mostly because he says, uh, uh, I have a Mexican homie named Chinese Mike yeah. in that song. <laughs> I've been
1: called, I've which, yeah, I, <laughs> one of the, but maybe, maybe lyric of the year should be, should be a category next year. Uh, in of the this. year.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. The Chinese Mike category is, is, uh, is,
1: is <laughs> that. Oh, okay. Now it's got an award name and everything.
2: Is Danny Brown our
1: funniest lyricist right
2: which, now? has to be man. has to be.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, I like, I like the pick. I actually love the pick. Um, Thank
2: you. I, and apart from that, I think it's a really interesting song, and uh, well, it's, it's, it's
1: it, uh, I, I love Danny Brown as a personality as well. Seems to just like embrace, um, em- embrace his love of music. If that makes sense, constantly like yes, uh, posting yes. about stuff outside of hip hop, but also hip hop. It's 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 great. It's great.
2: It's awesome. Um, and like I would call his new record, Karanta like. Maybe something more, like something closer to post-punk. Sure. And uh, I didn't love his last uh, full-length project, um, uh, but I love Atrocity Exhibition, and I think this is like probably the closest we'll get to an Atrocity Exhibition 2. And uh, I I think that's really cool. Um, In my number four slot, I have No Cure with... The song, No Cure, Straight Edge, Die Slow, Fuck You. Hey, um,
1: <laughs> cool.
2: <laughs> Straight Edge Anthem of the Year. Uh, fucking insane song. Um, and they are my friends. But uh, when this song came out, I was like, I can't believe I know these guys. Like, this song is so crazy and so cool. Um, so it's it's really funny. awesome.
1: As far as so there, so as far as hardcore goes, I tried to really tidy up my list and and, and uh, uh, inquire with friends who are just more uh, in tune with the genre than I am. And uh, a straight edge band made not my short list, not anything that we're going to hear today, but it's why I'm highlighting it. Uh, Ma- Magnitude, have
2: you heard of this band? Oh, good band, great band, yes. yeah.
1: Um, and I think the literally the thing that put me over the edge because I listened to a lot of uh, stuff that was sent to me. By my friends who were like oh this is good this is good and a lot of it was good but i think just because they were straight edge i go this is a little bit better this is getting added to my long list um oh so yeah funny. yeah uh but yeah okay no cure all right all right have you have
2: you checked them out no i haven't so i'm going to oh you to. gotta i bought that's you awesome. a shirt from them that i still haven't given you
1: that's amazing <laughs> okay <laughs> well will uh, i'm excited to get it i don't want to know anything about it i don't want to know
2: anything about it I, wa- I want to... I'm glad you've forgotten about it. I'm glad okay. you've forgotten about it because I sent you a picture of it and you were like, yes, please buy that for me. And then that's I uh, I did and you've forgotten about it. So that's awesome.
1: <laughs> okay, great, great. So we'll we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out when we exchange. Um, sure, okay. sure. All right, next up. Uh,
2: uh, at number three, I have Duh by Underscores. Um, okay. This song is uh, like... Just so crazy. Um, I can't believe like and I knew this would eventually happen with quote unquote hyper pop. Um I knew that a a version of this genre that had incredibly thoughtful songwriting would come along um and be earnest while still employing the type of production techniques that say a, a band like a hundred Gex uses. Um mm. Sure. For those who don't know, underscores underscores is a uh, one-woman project um, from, I believe, uh, somewhere in Indiana. Um, she is very, very talented. Um, she produces everything herself. Um, she sings everything, um, and she is a very, very talented guitar player as well. Um, mm-hmm. And this is, uh, this is definitely like where her talents are showcased best. Um, and like I said, very, very thoughtful song, um, uh, still has those like hyper pop production techniques, but is genuinely like just a, a, beautifully written song, uh, with some of like the most crushing lyrics I've ever heard. Um, uh, the, my favorite being the colorful plastic that you put at the end of your line. Is it really alive? Um, I, 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 I just love that it's it's great um in my number two slot i have pretty impossible by caroline polichek hey um what a fucking song dog uh i just watched her do this song on uh, npr tiny desk um sure. and i thought it was amazing yeah um, why, uh,
1: the, the way that she performs this stuff live too is just like uh it's different than the it's i, I love i love that where it's like uh the same song, but different live. Basically, it, yeah. Uh, I, I, I love that so awesome. someone can do that in a way that's like, yeah, it's great. That's that's great pick. Great pick.
2: Thank you. Thank you. This is uh, controversial, but, uh, I mean, Bunny as a Rider was my favorite song of 2021. So I, and, you know, the fact that two years later, it's on a record, it, it comes out on a record two years later, and I still mm-hmm. fucking love that song, but yes. I think this is my favorite song on, on Desire. I want to turn into to you. Um, okay. This, uh, this song's just so good. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I really do love her last record too. I love Pang. Um, I, I think that she's just gonna, I think she's just gonna exist in this space as the same as sort of like. Bjork and and Joanna Newsom, where uh, whenever she releases a record I'm just fully on board. I like that Bjork uh, comparison. Bjork comparison is definitely there. Um, Also uh, maybe it's just because I've been listening to a lot of Annie Lennox but uh, I'll also throw the Annie Lennox comparison in there of Mm. just like you know sort of that like almost trip hop but like not quite there. Um Mm -hmm. Uh, Really amazing shit. Uh, And then my number one song of the year is Amen by Bring Me The Horizon, which James already talked about. Um, But uh, I I went off of the song that I could not put down this year and the song that I have not gotten tired of since the day it came out, and it's 100% Amen by Bring Me The Horizon.
1: Okay. I I like the picks. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do mine, and I'm going to roll through them. I'm going to roll through. Them. I'm sorry Someone. if I took too no, long. No, 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 This is always uh, the case with these awards things where it's like it's the law. Lo- the first category is always the longest. And then it starts to, and then it starts to pick up. Okay. You talked about hyper pop. My number 10 is Hannah diamond affirmations. I think that she is uh, really fun. I think it's, it's, she's really fun and does cool things with her voice uh, enough. So uh the things that she does with her voice are the highlight of this type of music. Just all of the glitchy, uh, up an octave, up three octaves, whatever it is, and back down. I love that. Uh, okay, number nine, Calter Wall, which is uh, uh, the name of the song is called "Standing Here." It it's got the sensibilities of like someone like Tony Rice, who I really like in terms of like bluegrassy stuff. What he does with his voice, as opposed to the slow meandering cowboy stuff that i like uh more modern comparable being like orville peck but it's like it, if i were a cow i would want to listen to this all the time um <laughs> uh my number eight is Paramore, thick skull i think Paramore is the most you talked about fallout boy i think that it's fair to group paramour in with that group of artists i think that they have the most interesting trajectory of any of those like uh Early two thousands, mid two thousands, rock but pop bands. I think that they change their identity all the time in a way that makes sense and is like, uh, almost like it's made for me. Um, okay, number six, Screaming Females who just broke up. This is a band that James, do you like Screaming Females? I feel like they could be on your radar. I've
0: never listened to them in my life knowingly.
1: Okay, I saw. I first saw them with like Thursday, which is partly. When I was younger, which is partly why I, th- I, I may, may have thought of you. But it's like uh, I, I've discovered this about myself. I, I think I like stuff that's rooted in punk a bit more than I had let on previously. Like, I, I find myself kind of going to uh, certain things that are rooted in punk. And I just think that uh, they're a really interesting band. Um, okay. <laughs> Number six is a band that we toured with because of James. Thank you, James. Haken. Love Bite. It is uh it's like prog metal, but uh, a prog metal band trying to write a pop song and it works for me. Um it's great. Uh yeah, it's great. Um okay. Number one, two, five, the zenith passage, algorithmic salvation. Do either of you guys like the tech death of the twenty tens, the two thousand eights, the 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 the, the tw- necrophagist. The faceless, uh, uh, obscure bands like this.
0: I like the song "Stab Wound" by Necrophages, but a lot of the rest of that stuff is so over my head
1: that yeah, sure.
2: I like a I like a couple of faceless songs, and uh, I love the band Spire.
1: Oh, Archspire is Archspire is the way that I describe Spire is like uh, uh, music that is so funny. Uh, it, it's uh, like it's
2: the funniest music in the world.
1: Because of how good they are and the things that they choose to do. Zenith Passage is a lot of guys from the Faceless uh, and um, especially that Golden Era Planetary Duality. It's uh, got the riff of the year in it for me. Uh, something like that. It's pretty good. Um, okay. Four. To Mold. The Enduring Spirit of Calamity. This is... Uh, a death metal band that uh, I really like that also likes prog rock, I guess. Um, it's like it's like it's perfect progressive death metal that is not polished and um, just reminds me of like if Rush if Rush were a death metal band, I think they would be a little like tumult. Um Number three, Caroline Polachek, Billions. I love that we've all picked a different song from this record and they're all on our uh, uh, song of the year. I think it's perfect. The structure is unbelievable. Um, Okay. Stephen Wilson, Impossible Tightrope. This song is a journey front to back, which I really like in a lot of prog rock. Um, I think it just its he's at a point in his career where uh, he sounds like Stephen Wilson even when he experiments. And I think that's a compliment. And I think that the journey of the song is just like kind of like a highlight reel in a way that cohesively flows and I really love. My song of the year is a little funny, but I love when Especially a bigger pop artists uh fucks with their songs stru- like their songs structurally lana del rey a and w where where are we at with lana del rey really quick? I could live
2: without uh i don't know, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Carson Carson, I'm moving to you. I'm moving to you um uh
2: my girlfriend loves lana del rey oh. um and uh by extension. There's a lot of Lana Del Rey that I've heard. Uh, mm-hmm. This new record, this new record, got me though. I really good. liked it. It's really good. Um, and I listened to it independently of my girlfriend. That's when you know uh, it's really quite good. a bit. Yeah, that's how I know it's good, and that's how I know it's not just pure Stockholm syndrome.
1: Yeah. So it's, it, uh, my my wife is the the driver of uh, Lana Del Rey in this relationship, but I've seen her a couple times. She's great, and the song itself, man. Like I said, I really like when just a bigger pop artist goes, you know what? I'm going to write a seven, eight minute song and the structure is going to be like three songs
2: in one, but it really works. Um, that whole part oh, with, uh, your mom called, I told her that you're fucking up big time. Uh, that, that part's awesome.
1: It's great. It's great. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Here we go. Uh, now I'm going to speed. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to speed round through, um, we're going to speed round through the next, uh, couple of categories. Um, and I just want to highlight really quick, uh, because Carson is driving with Dan. Dan called, uh, uh, Dan heard my Zenith Passage nom and called it Music for Robots. I think that's a cool, I think that that's a cool uh, way to describe that. Okay, we're going to speed round through best opening and closing track with only commenting on the winners. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna start with opening – We're gonna so we'll do both. Uh, uh, I'm gonna start opening and closing. Opening. Okay. I have Haken with Taurus, Julian Lodge with Everything Helps. It's a jazz guitar player. Unbelievable. I I'm already breaking my own rule. Hundred Gex, Dumbest Girl Alive, Tennis, Forbidden Doors, and my winner is Baroness, a band that I think um are in a a strange part in their career where they're like uh. They, it's, it's, they had the, the color thing going on for a while. All those records really hit, and then they had a weird record right before this new one where the production was so strange that it literally turned people off from even listening to it. This new record's great. This opening track has got this this uh, energy that I really love from them, and it's uh, just unbelievable. I think that that's a band that uh, are just so solid and, and very, very good. Okay, best closing track. Carly, Carly Rae Jepsen, Weekend Love uh, Reverend Christian Michael Hader, which is Lingua Ignata's new name. How can I keep from singing? 100 Gex, me, 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 Caroline Polachek, Billions. And my winner is to mold the enduring spirit of calamity. Like I said, it's like if rush were a death metal band. Um, and I, I specifically go to rush because I just think a lot of the tendencies are similar. Um, and 12 minute, 12 minute prog death metal track to close a record is, uh, Speaking my language. Okay, Carson, you're up.
0: I think uh, we've <laughs> lost
1: Carson uh, temporarily. <laughs> oh, no. I got him back. I was looking at my spreadsheet. I was, <laughs> I was looking at my spreadsheet. I was so locked in, Carson. I went through all of my noms and picks, and I go, Carson, you're up. And and yeah. Anyway, uh, so you are up. You are up. If you want to hear my picks, I'll just send them to you. So, what you know? category?
0: So we're oh. doing back-to-back, to, back to back, best opening track, best closing track, with comments only on the winner of each category. Yep.
2: Gotcha. Well, I I misunderstood everything because I'm very, very stupid. Um, I only have one nomination which is the winner for each of these that's fine. Easy. that's fine yeah yeah
1: so let's oh okay, rock with it
2: wonderful uh my best opening track is cops and robbers by underscores um okay. from that their album wall socket uh super fun song about uh about uh being a bank teller and and stealing money from the bank that you work at that's Um awesome really fun song really awesome song uh best closing track i have so much for stardust by fallout boy um you know they're they're my favorite they were my favorite band when i was a kid they're like the first band i ever loved i have an entire podcast dedicated to them um you know i uh i not but uh so i this song was like very special to me um I, I I think it's really awesome and I'm I'm hoping they play it live soon because it's not played live yet, so
1: Okay. All right. Uh two two picks, two cool picks. James, you're up. Uh so
2: best
0: opening tracks. Uh I've gone with uh Caligram, Soldolore. Uh I've gone from Ennis Part One from the Ennis Men soundtrack. Okay. Uh, Polaris by Paranol, Donkey Show by Model Actress, and The Garden by Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Um, The winner of that category for me is probably going to be Polaris by Paranol. I really like big, open, expansive music to open and close records. It's really sort of like sparkly and beautiful and just really hits in the right way halfway through, really kind of announces the record. Um, and yeah, that the album that's from After the Magic is really, really worth checking out. Um, generally, I, I really, really like that. Um, in terms of best closing tracks, I've got Onward by Bombay Bicycle Club. I mentioned them already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingdom by Cauldron, who Carson's mentioned. Uh, Heavy Water by Feeble Little Horse. Dismemberment Bureau by M83. And Billions by Caroline Polchek, which has obviously come up already. And it's yeah. got to be Billions by Polchek um yeah. i had to look through my best records of the year and you know despite them all being rated a best record of the year by me i didn't necessarily feel that any of them kind of had the kind of closing tracks that i really like on records yeah um it was billions was the clearest standout um yeah. but for reasons that have already kind of been disclosed it's
1: um yeah i just i just think structurally there's something going on there's just every aspect of that song something's going on in, a, in yeah. a way that i really like i also wanted to just point out really quick that you one of your opening tracks you named uh uh from a score which is pretty cool i think that that's uh we got a little bit of a zag which is pretty cool we'll,
0: we'll come back to that one definitely
1: yeah um okay now let's actually do that now let's do score of the year and we're gonna go obviously in the uh in that kind of uh back and forth order so you're up james
0: all right uh you know what looking at this now and this is the only one that i've not got in alphabetical order which um that's fine it's really Unless disappointing wanna... i'm sorry guys i'm really uh re- let us team down here um so i picked yeah five scores. i know you're i know you're losing your mind right now honestly i'm <laughs> sorry out. yeah it's like you can see my eye twitching i know that's not very good for audio format but um the two of you will be able to to really see the disappointment here but um yeah uh i've gone for the Ennis men soundtrack uh which is by mark jenkin who directed the mo- and wrote the movie mm-hmm. um the soundtrack to after sun uh by oliver coates cool. uh the past lives soundtrack by christopher bear and daniel rossen cool uh the oppenheimer soundtrack by yeah. ludwig goransson mm-hmm. and the may december soundtrack by uh yeah. Marcelo zabos and Mikael Legrande. um the the winner in that category for me is the Ennies Men soundtrack by Mark Jenkin. Um, I think it's the album that I've listened to most this year. It's just the most hauntingly beautiful ambient record, like um and yeah, the Ennies Part One, which is the first track on it, which I mentioned a moment ago, I think is probably the song that I listened to most last year. And it's like this, I think it's like a 15-minute just drone track i I listen to it all the time i was listening to it earlier today when i was doing some work and i it's the kind of thing even though it's sort of very loop focused i feel that i hear something new in it every time i listen to it and um i found it yeah incredibly inspiring in terms of making me want to write music and it's ultimately the i don't know if either of you've seen the film the soundtrack's better than the film i think yes Um, i agree i was
1: gonna ask where you're at with the with the movie itself and if it if it cracks your top 10
0: I need to rewatch the film, I think. Um, ultimately, I was sold on the trailer, which featured this piece of music in it. Mm-hmm. And it was the music that sold it to me, I think. And, yeah. you know, I, I think the I enjoyed the film, but ultimately I've enjoyed the soundtrack more.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's like uh, ambitious in the way that it is like very uh, experimental, but it kind of like it loses me a little bit and the score is the standout thing yeah yeah um
2: carson score of the year uh once again i'm very <laughs> stupid and only have one nomination which is my winner um That's fine. forgot That's fine. that we had to have multiple um <laughs> i uh my best score of the year is uh the hacks and cloak for bo is afraid cool. um i was already a hacks and cloak fan um, I think he makes music pretty much exclusively for me. I can't really imagine anyone else enjoying it. So, um, and, uh, I mean, in, in a similar vein, uh, I think I was like the only one of my friends that enjoyed, but I was afraid in the theater. So, oh, yeah. um, uh, yeah, I think so when, uh, well, I went twice. I went once with my girlfriend and, uh, uh, Maddie and her boyfriend and uh maddie and her boyfriend were pretty lukewarm on it uh me and my girlfriend liked it and then i went again with my two best friends from high school and both of them fucking hated it so uh uh but for for similar reasons um in a way like uh the movie and the score were both kind of made for me um really 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 loved this score it's a it's a ridiculous movie uh, for better or for worse. Um, and uh, I mean, I'm not even, it's not even my favorite movie of the year. I really liked yeah. it and uh, I'm excited to watch ten. it again the next time I do, but yeah,
1: it's in my 10
2: It's in my 10 right now. It's in my 10 for sure. I don't, I don't really know if it cracks my five, but uh, yeah, my I five. really liked it. Yeah. It's uh it's, it's real, it's real fun. It's ridiculous. I'm very happy it exists. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have
0: you hung and, out with Paul uh, yet, James?
1: Have you hung out with Bow?
0: No, it's um, I I didn't see it when it was in uh the theaters, but it's come up on some streaming platforms recently, and it's definitely on my watch list.
1: Yeah, yeah. Need
0: to find three hours. uh, (laughs) An
1: easy, an easy, short, calm watch is what. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) I'm very excited uh, to open up Letterboxd and see you rate that thing two and a half stars. Ah,
1: no no review and
2: and (laughs) no review whatsoever just james james spence on letterboxd two and a half stars
1: will will james like Bo more than i will like argyle is the question um i don't know why it's argyle
2: Argyle is a bunch of ingredients that is exclusively made for me again like matthew (laughs) vaughn henry cavill for some reason dua lipa's there it's all made for me. John Cena? I can't wait. John Cena. John Cena. Yeah, yeah. Have
1: you seen the Argyle trailer, James? We are being bombarded with it in America. Nothing
0: yet. <laughs> I mean, if one of you can send it to me after this, I've you peaked my interest definitely with John Cena and Dua Lipa. Like,
1: it's it's there's something about it that it's like it it looks like maybe the worst thing ever, but I'm so in on it. Um, sure. That makes sense, Carson.
2: Uh yeah. In the same way that like. Well, I mean, so Matthew Vaughn did the kick ass movie and he, he's done all the Kingsman movies. Which and I love the like. Kingsman movies.
1: My dad liked really, those. you
2: don't like those?
1: Yeah, my dad like those. I
2: don't know. I have a lot of fun with them. I don't think they're good movies, but I have sure. a lot of fun with them.
1: I got plenty um, of movies like that. I get it. I get it.
2: Um, and uh, I mean, like Matthew Vaughn is just such a crazy guy, uh, and uh, The trailer says from the twisted mind of Matthew Vaughn, which just blows so much ass. Um, So so I'm really excited to uh, I'm really excited to see that movie, whether it's bad or whether it's good. I know I'm going to have a good time.
1: Yeah. okay. I'm going to do my score of the year now. I'm going to go from five to one. I'm going five Asteroid City, I think. And I forgot, I forgot to I think I did this last year as a and it's very disrespectful. I forgot to include the artists, just the movie. So uh, awesome. <laughs> I'm going five Asteroid City. It's kind of a rehashing of uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel score uh, scored by the same guy. Um, it's fine. It's I'm not it's fine in the sense that it's fine that it is a rehashing because I think it's really great. Uh my four is Infinity Pool. My three is Oppenheimer. I think it kinda of speaks for itself. My two is May December. James, what a score. I know you had it on too. I, I, I just it's just man. Um and my one is Poor Things, which I saw I, I saw Poor Things again last night. Um it's it is right now my favorite movie of the year, and the score is it feels like someone made something really uh it, it feels like someone wrote a score for something that is very strange in and of itself and then melted it. Um, and you can, it's, it's really cool. It's really, really cool. Um, yeah. I, that, that's my, that's my score of the year. Has, have any of you guys seen poor things yet?
0: I'm going to try and see that
2: next week. Cool. Cool. Um, I, I, I don't think I will see it until probably April because I am on tour until then. So
0: yeah,
1: fair, fair.
0: Um, I just well, wanted to give a uh, special mention to. I think when I think of scores, I just think of movie soundtracks. I'm not necessarily thinking of TV. Yeah. Um, the score for the uh, Nathan Fielder show, The Curse, by I still Daniel. Got,
1: I gotta watch it. I gotta watch Daniel
0: it. One of Trick's Point Never. The score to it is fantastic. Um, yeah. It sounds very much like an extension of his own material. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not finished the show yet. I'm about halfway through. It's incredibly peculiar, and the music only contributes to that. Um, I, I couldn't tell you where the show is going at this point. It's honestly one of the strangest things I've ever watched, yeah. and the music is really kind of um, contributing to that. But yeah, very very cool.
1: Yeah, I've been told by multiple people that it's very much going to be right up my alley.
0: Yeah, I think I think he he's done the soundtracks to the a couple of the Safdie brothers' movies, mm-hmm. and- right. Yeah, right. which I think it's maybe Benny Safdie is in, in the curse. So it's, yes. you know, I, I can see why they've worked together again, but, um, right. but yeah, it really, really works as a
2: partnership. And I'm kind of curious to see what they do. James. Yes. James, have I ever told you about the, the first time I showed Maddie R plus seven by one Oh, tricks point never. No. Well, just to preface, that's my favorite electronic album of all time is R plus seven sure. by one Oh, tricks point never. And I was showing it to Maddie for the first time, and we were driving. And she was very quiet for about the first six songs. And then she pauses it on track seven and just goes, are we alive right now? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this music makes me feel like I'm dying. And I was like, that's that's fair.
0: It's it's funny, because I, I feel like I've tried to listen to his music in isolation so many times and nothing has ever really clicked but paired together with a visual element it it all of a sudden makes sense and I think watching watching this show makes me want to go back and listen to his music you know on its own again because it's always felt like it's an artist that I should be into or like there's some there's a record that I'm sure he's released something that is the one for me that will kind of click but with this show, I'm, I I get his music. It, it makes total sense in the context of, of that TV show. And maybe I kind of just needed those visual cues for it to be like, all right, yeah, that's what you were going for. Try yeah. doing Whippets. Okay.
2: Yeah, um... try, try, try doing Whippets and then listening to his music. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think it'll all work. Right. I, I, think I think it'll that's work a good,
1: for you. I think that's a good segue. Um, I'm I'm going to skip the performance category unless anyone's got, like, a highlight that they really want to highlight, which is, I would not really best guitar or vocal or whatever performance. Is it, James, do you have anything that you wanted to highlight?
0: No, I, I do just want to go back to what Carson said, though. I had to Google what Whippets was. We would call that something <laughs> in the UK, uh, and it totally makes sense now. Um, yeah, Balloons or NOS is what, uh, what we would say. And, uh, yeah, it is music for that, 100%. Like, I know... I know yeah, about, it It kind of it does soundtrack that feeling um and definitely it's a great uh great analogy uh the honest answer to that is mike not really uh there's yeah. nothing that i can think of and, and you know anything that i had gone in on was it was stuff from tracks i've already mentioned yeah that's um, that's
1: where i'm at too and it's why i was like i got i got questions i want to get to i was like let's skip this it's already being highlighted in some of the other stuff mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's do record of the year and let's bring that into these questions. Carson, do either of you have any specialty categories I should ask? I've got like –
0: go on. Sorry, Carson. uh,
2: I had Daniel Hodgson moment of the year, um, which would be when we were watching the menu – and he uh it the movie had been on for an hour and a half, and it just then clicked with him that Anya Taylor Joy was, and I quote, chess girl. Oh cool. um, that's that's my Daniel Hodgson moment of the year. That's cool.
1: Okay, and that's the only specialty you've got?
2: <laughs> yep, that's it.
1: James, what have you got? Uh I'm gonna
0: throw in uh a reissue of the year which is uh hopes falls the satellite years the remix remaster version of that um okay. i really really like that album and this is a rare instance where i can genuinely hear a difference in a remix remaster i think a lot of the time maybe i'm just not much of enough of an audiophile um but i feel the same way whoever's remixed it has done such a great job on kind of really bringing uh the album kind of modernizing it bringing it to life making it sound so much bigger and i like that album a lot anyway and i listened to it so much um having had this new version available and uh yeah it's just really really good i didn't want to put it in my top 10 of the year i kind of saved that for new music but i wanted to shout that out because i like that album a lot
1: i like that and i feel the same way about reissues there's a handful where i kind of hear it but uh it's it's rare it is <laughs> Um, I'm going to go through my specialties really quick with, with no comments on any of them. Uh, music that made me feel like I am inside of a haunted computer. The winner is Portrayal of Guilt Devil Music. Um, music that makes me feel like I am inside of a haunted house. The winner is Mork Deepet. I, they're they're it's a death metal band. Pretty cool. Um, my biggest discovery of the year was Boz Skaggs. Really didn't, really just, he wasn't on my radar. And now there's one record called Middleman that is truly electric um best use of feedback goes to jerome's dream a band that i know carson likes a lot
2: love that band um
1: and then my uh live best live performance i've seen this year is between muna and between the buried me not when we were on tour with them but when they played all parallax 2 um my favorite record of theirs and they were just literally on fire that night um and then my last category too long but still good uh, i'm giving that uh, it's a tie between the new liturgy record and sprain um i it's just i i i start listening and then i look and i go oh it's an hour and 40 minutes okay um that's that's yeah. my, you know that's fine that's just how i that's just how i feel uh right now it, it, it's it's tough for me even for a band that i love i i see an hour and a half and i go okay they've earned it because i love them kind of the same way where it's like I feel like an hour and a half record is kind of like a 4 hour movie. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think that's sure. fair.
1: Yeah. But you know, that's okay. I like I like the ambition. Um sometimes it yeah. Either way, those are those are my specialties. I'm going to do record of the year and let's do kind of just how how we uh, uh we'll do kind of how we did song of the year, but let's let's do it each each nom gets one sentence and then and then you can expand on your winner i assume there'll be a lot of stuff that we've already talked about from each of our lists Mm -hmm. just because i will say the one note about mine is there's a couple especially these bottom three that i haven't really talked about much and that's because like i feel like certain records work better as pieces and the individual pieces you pop out and you go yeah none of them are like my song of the year a great opening or closing track but in totality they are in my ten. um okay I'm gonna start. Suzanne Sunford, record called Blow Me. Uh Blommy. I, I I keep saying Blow Me. It's Blommy. My God. Um, I think I, I, I just think it's a really great record front to back and it's really interesting. Um No Name Sundial. My only hip hop nod really, uh, and and I think that's just I need to be listening to more hip hop. Um, more newer hip hop and just hip hop in general. I just think she's She's great, and her utilization of, like, jazz specifically is something I'm really drawn to in a way that feels not so corny, if that makes sense. I don't know. I really like it. A uh, band called Catatonia, Sky Void of Stars, Prog Metal World. Uh, I've seen them open for Opeth. They're good, and this record's great. Uh, Screaming Females, Desire Pathway. Uh, like I said, I, I just think that's such a such a great, great band. Uh... My number six is Caroline Polachek, Desire I Want to Turn Into You. Um, I, I think that the, the front and back of this record are perfect, and I think some of the stuff in the middle is really good, but just like I, I like stuff ahead of it a little bit more in totality. Um, my number five is Haken Fauna, a band that I really didn't listen to a ton until we toured with them and they really grew on me, and now I uh, love them. Uh, my four is Reverend Kristen Michael Hader, Saved. Uh, I really love the Lingua Ignata stuff. And just the, no one is making music that sounds like this. Um, Paramore, This Is Why is my three. I, again, I think that this is probably their second best record. And and uh, the when a band can experiment with it being very subtle uh, and still keeping the kind of like uh, structure and appearance of like pop rock is really special um really great uh just making everything work and i should have had them as my favorite live set of the year they're in my opinion maybe the best band playing music live right now i think that they are so dialed in and locked in and i think that haley williams is probably like the best big performer that we've got and one of the last like rock stars if that makes sense um just really great Number two is Tomb Mold, the Enduring Spirit, perfect progressive death metal record, and my number one is uh, Stephen Wilson, the Harmony Codex. I think this is his best record uh, in like a decade. Um, it's perfect, wow, perfect prog rock music. What? Where? What? <laughs> are you, Are you surprised at Stephen being one?
2: I, I mean, for you, no. Um, I got two tracks into that record, and I said I will revisit this another time. So. <laughs>
1: um. I, I have. I now that we've toured with Between the Buried and Me, and I've uh, I'm I, I've become really close with a couple of them. Uh, uh, specifically, just speaking with with Dan a lot on like a, a semi regular basis. I I feel like I finally got my Stephen Wilson friend, and I feel like you used to kind of be my Stephen Wilson friend, but you I still you am Steven Wilson friend. You, I'm I'm saying in the sense that you've grown a little. Uh uh, like you you didn't love the new Porcupine Tree record, right?
2: No, I liked it a lot.
1: Okay, what's the one? Is it the the uh, his solo record before this that you didn't like that much? Then yes,
2: yes. Okay. I did now not like that record very just much.
1: Just in this, in the sense that I feel like uh, I feel like you've grown a little cold on him, which is fine. This happens. Um, sure. And, and now uh, I I'm just like yeah. This it all really came to like. There's two really great songs on this thing. I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to start uh, uh I'm I'm going to I'm going to give it over to you in a second. I just I really really loved it. Um two two tracks in really. First track's fine. I would I would implore you to re-listen. The 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 last track, Okay. In, impossible Tightrope are like unbelievable.
2: Okay. All right. I'll 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 check it out, buddy. I right. I will. I promise.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Over to me. You're you're up.
2: Uh okay. One sentence each. Uh Full of hell and nothing at number 10 with no birds sang when no birds sang. uh, this record makes me feel like I own a fedora, uh, one <laughs> of tricks point never with the record again. Um, a lot of this, uh, a lot of this one is like weird AI instruments. Um, and, uh, it's very trippy, but the orchestral arrangements are not AI and they are awesome. Um, awesome. Number eight, Cauldron, Suicide in the City. Already talked about it. Great throwback metalcore. Closure in Moscow, Soft Hell. Um, like basically, like uh, what all the other like Swan Core bands are trying to do with this like the influence music, but it's done very well and in, in a very interesting way. Um, I thought it was really cool, and uh, when the week it came out, I, I was like sure it was going to be my album of the year. Um, but I've, I've thought more since then uh fallout boys so much for stardust again my favorite band when i was a kid uh awesome awesome record awesome comeback record i don't love all of it but the songs i love i really love mm-hmm. uh fireworks higher lonely power um i'm not really a pop punk guy uh i have not liked any other fireworks record this one is so 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 good um and it came out january 1st of of last year so uh it's always bold i feel like it's
1: always bold to put a record out in january
2: yeah it it was bold um but it's it's awesome it's great uh harm's way uh with common suffering well you've Um, been working out so yes uh this is my gym record uh it's it's great i uh, it's just open chugs and chugs on the first fret and that is awesome uh i I admire a band that can be so interesting while doing that Mm -hmm. um at number three i guess uh model actress with dog's body um this record makes me feel like there's something in my ass um at number two (laughs) at number two caroline polacek with desire i want to turn into you um love this thing fucking love this thing um even the tracks that are like like you were talking about with the the midpoint being like kind of um
1: not the, just sleepy. Not the highlights yeah nothing it's like, it's not like the, yeah it's just not the highlights still really great
2: i i don't disagree with you but um when they're on i'm having such a good time that yeah. uh i'm i'm not worried about uh whether that those songs are smashes or not um Number one, my number one album of the year is Underscores with Wall Socket. Um, awesome, this thing. yeah, I fucking love this album. It's so fun. Um, it's so thoughtful. Uh, one of the songs, uh, Johnny, 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 is uh, probably the most... Uh, like, uh, the most my skin has crawled while listening to lyrics um, in probably... Like probably since I was in high school, um, they are they are so 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 uh, gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, I think it's important that that song was made, um, and uh, I think you guys are are gonna have a similar reaction. But I think you're gonna be like, okay, you know, it's it's such a catchy song. It's such an insanely catchy song, but it is uh, about being groomed on the internet. So. Uh, very very song um but the whole record's amazing uh i hope i hope i get to see her live this year uh, it's not looking likely since i'm on tour for about nine months of this year but uh uh I'm, I'm i'm hoping that we play a festival or um you know something together so i get to see her um amazing record just uh, i can't say enough good things about it right, i i'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it you guys listen soon
1: I will, I will. Um, okay, James? I've been, adding,
0: um, I've been adding everything, as you've been saying, just to my listening.
1: Yeah, I'm going to ask podcast. everyone for their lists after this. Yeah,
0: I'm very curious. We should do like a little um, collaborative playlist. And kind That's of a get good idea. And, That's a really good idea. Get back your comments on the podcast in case anyone yeah. wants to listen to it. Uh, right, so best record, in alphabetical order, Cauldron, Suicide in the City. For reasons already discussed, it's great throwback metalcore with a modern twist. They absolutely bang live do nothing snake sideways uh it was a late entry but yeah really just thoughtful indeed music um i'm desperate to see them play uh, hundred reasons with glorious sunset um they are probably my favorite band from when i was a teenager um, i wasn't expecting them to release new music last year but i'm glad they did and it's a real return to form uh, Jerome's Dream, the Gray in Between. Uh, similar reasons. I didn't expect uh, another Jerome's Dream record. I didn't like the one that they came back with. So the fact that they've then done a Neither second in quite quick succession, and it was absolutely sick was just refreshing. Um, this kind of feels like what modern Jerome's Dream was supposed to be like immediately. They kind of they, they nailed it this time around. Uh, Killing Me Softly, Autumn Lost in Silence for reasons I've already discussed. It's yeah, it's just a great record. M83 with fantasy. Um, M83 is probably yeah my favourite band of being uh, an adult, I suppose. And this record didn't do very well critically. I, I actually reread a Pitchfork uh, review of it that kind of said that the guy is trying to sort of live his nostalgia for earlier success and compared it to before the dawn heals us. I think both records are absolutely sick and I don't care that he's doing like a throwback record something earlier in his back catalogue because I think both are great. And um, that's my favourite live performance of the year. Uh, I went and yeah. saw him play the Roundhouse in London with like my best friend, who's like the biggest M83 fan I know other than myself. And the production was out of this world. Um, I've gone with any's Men, OST, uh, for reasons yeah. already discussed. Model Actress Dog's Body. Uh, again, another really, really great live show. Uh, saw them play in Brighton in November. Um, that was a recommendation from Jackie from Dow Boys, actually. Uh, that's one of the best recs that I've had all year from anybody else. Um, and an album that is, yeah, kind of flawless, actually. Like, I, I think it's very, very, very good. And I'm So awesome. Uh, last two, two records that I mentioned already. So, Paranol after the magic, kind of really interesting shoegazy Korean music, um, and then Caroline Polchek, Desire, I want to turn into you. My album of the year, I think, I think I'm going to give it to the Ennis the Men original soundtrack. i cool. I've just I've listened to it more than any of the the others, and it's something that I know will stay in rotation for me going forwards. Like a lot of those albums, I really enjoyed them in isolation last year. Whether they'll stay sort of within the music that I listen to frequently remains to be seen. But um, like I said, I had that record on earlier today when I was sat doing some accounting. And um, yeah, it's just it's just really, really good. And it it came out like at the start of last year and I listened to it throughout the year. So it's doing something right.
1: I'm going to give that movie a rewatch. Okay, let me let me ask you guys this: Does anyone have a hard out, or would anyone mind going fifteen minutes over?
2: Um, Dan and I are Dan and I are driving. Um, I think he wants me to switch off in a minute. Uh, we just okay. stopped at a gas station, and I think he wants me to I think he okay. wants me to take over. But I'll I'll do my most anticipated. Okay, what are, your mo- what are your most anticipated? Um, it got delayed from this year. Um, I think it's been delayed twice, (laughs) which is, uh, pretty funny. Uh, not funny. Um, I mean, like I want them to work on it as much as they can, but, um, as we discussed earlier, there's been some lineup changes and stuff. Um, I'm really excited for this new Bring Me the Horizon album. Uh, it looks like originally it was supposed to be like a seven track EP, Um, And now it's being turned into a full track album, full 12 track album. Um, It's uh, like they announced the cover art and they had a release date for it and they just postponed it. So um, there is no release date on it now. Um, It's called post human next gen, um, uh, which is, you know, ultimately a little bit of a goofy title, but um, I'm Hmm. looking forward to it. Um, Okay. Think there's gonna be a new car bomb record this
1: yeah they're working on it working
2: uh, i'd be really it. excited to hear it dan god damn it close the door so the door thing doesn't go off this uh, fucking guy um and then uh i again i don't know anything about this but um if it if it is happening i'm very down for it uh new new dillinger with dimitri on vocals um I'd happens. I'd be very stoked on that.
1: It'd be interesting to see. Um, all right with with these last three minutes, uh, is there is uh, I, I want to ask some questions. I'm going to speed around them. Um, okay. All right. I, I I I had them as other notes and questions. All right. Let me ask this real quick. Better year for music this year or last year?
0: Oh. I would need to look back through what was released the previous year. Um, I kind of feel maybe 2022 is a bit better. Okay. Uh, I, think I, mean, I kind of Cowboys Al- Al- and Roller released music in 2022, so you
2: know, <laughs> better by default. Yeah. Okay. We released, All right. we released music this year too, but uh, not we a, it was a, a full record, album. Though. Right. 2022. Um. um okay. i just initially I'd say 2022. Um. Okay. I didn't struggle putting together this list, but I didn't remember things like I remembered in 2022.
1: All right, um, I've got last year as well. Uh, who needs to have a contract year record? Who's a band for you that needs, much like the hockey equivalent, someone's having a contract year so that way they're, you know, they're they're kind of struggling right now, but they'll pick it back up. Uh, and you know, they need they need a contract year uh, going. They need a nice a nice new record after uh, a disappointing effort.
2: They need to be back up. Yeah. Let me think. James, who you got?
0: Hmm. it's an interesting question. Um, who's released a bad record this year that kind of needs to come back with something good? I mean, I've been disappointed by a lot of things this year, Mike. I tend to put those things to the back of my mind really. Um, <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh I'm going to I'm going to do one silly one. Uh, which is, uh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go through a couple. Yeah. All right. No one plays music like Steely Dan anymore. Why is that? Do you have an answer to that?
2: Um, there's actually a record coming out, uh, this year, um, for my friend, Jimmy Montague, that sounds a lot like Steely Dan. Uh, he's released two singles and you should check them out cause they, uh, whip and they are awesome. Um, all right. Oh, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna send you that. I'm gonna send you that record because uh, I think you'll love it.
1: All right, all right. You know what? We're gonna get kicked off, so I'm gonna save some of these questions and more for the next juicies, boys. Thanks for being with me. Uh, this this was great. We rocked it. Um, we're gonna have an even better show next year. Let's see how this year is for music.
0: Peace.
2: Awesome. I love you both. I'll talk to you soon.
0: Take care, drive safe. Take chances.